Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The Get Rich Slow Club podcast is a collaboration between Tash Etchman from Tash Invest and Anna Christina from Perla. The Get Rich Slow Club acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land we record on. From coast to coast, across land, waters and communities, we pay our respects to elders past, present and emerging. Any advice is general and does not consider your financial situation, needs or objectives. So consider whether it's appropriate for you. Welcome to the Get Rich Slow Club podcast, where we take you from beginner to confident investor, where we can teach you everything you need to know about investing. So come get rich slow with us. Super exciting news. Anna wrote a book. In this quick bonus episode, Anna is going to share why she wrote the book, who should read it, a bit about her author journey and some crazy stats. Kids Ain't Cheap is an easy to understand book that helps you prepare financially before you become a parent for the first time or the second or third time. It shows you how to mitigate risk and reduce financial stress. From pre-pregnancy financial planning to the expensive childcare years and beyond, this book gives you the skills to run cost estimates, understand your loss of earning potential, get your finances in order, start investing for your family, and set your children up for their own financial success. More than anything, it gives you the freedom to focus on what is most important to you, your family. So to start off with, why did you write this book? Why is it important for people to read? Well, we have around 6 million families in Australia and 300,000 babies are born each year. What I found was when I was expecting that there was very little resources that talked about how to plan financially for parenthood. And the truth is that parents worry more about money in the lead up to having a baby than any other time in their life. This is because there's a massive decrease in income and a huge increase in expenses. And so I figured if there's no real resources to kind of get things in order to understand what to expect when you're planning a family, I should just put it together. So that's exactly what I did. That's why I wrote this book, because all of the information was all over the place, but not in one cohesive space. 
I found it's one of the most frequently asked questions I get on Instagram is how to plan for a family, how much do kids actually cost? Where do you even find this information? So it's really good that you've gone and written it and put it all in one spot. Because it is all over the place. It is hard to know how much do kids cost? What do you need to plan financially beforehand? What do you do when the kids come? What should you spend money on? Um, and then there are these other questions. What's your loss of income? How do you plan for that? How much does childcare cost? Or in the book, I call it early childhood education and care, which um, is is really important to kind of emphasize that it isn't just care, it is education as well. And and then if you want to invest for your child or plan for their future, that's a whole other step as well. And where do you find all this information? Well, yeah. <laughs> you find it in the book now. In the book now. Yeah. I was privileged enough to read the book early and I was really shocked about all how early childhood, how do you say that? Early childhood education centers. Yeah, I was shocked about how they work and how the subsidies work around that as well and how confusing it can be for parents to navigate those subsidies. There's a lot to consider because there's a lot of private centers and then there's more um, not-for-profit centers as well. And they kind of run on different models and different costs as well. There is a subsidy that most families can tap into depending on what your income is. But a lot of that can fluctuate from year on year. And in Australia, we have some of the most expensive costs when it comes to early childhood education, with households paying 31% of their combined income towards that, while the world average is around 14%. So 31% is a huge part of your income that goes to early childhood care. And if you're not planning for that ahead of time, it can be a huge shock for families. One of the things that really surprised me was how the childcare subsidy is based off the number of hours the center is open rather than the hours that you've actually used and having to plan for that as well. Seems just like a lot. This is a huge thing that people don't know. In fact, I was talking to a friend of mine who has had her kid at a center for two years now and realized that she was paying the full price on the fifth day and she didn't realize why. And that's because only a hundred hours are subsidized. There's all these like intricate rules when it comes to early childhood education and the subsidy. And if you don't know all of them, it can be so hard to navigate along with things like if you miss the first week that your center is open, you might have to pay for that full amount. You won't get the subsidy because your child has and started at the center yet. And similarly, if you decide to take the last two weeks off of the year that your center is open, you might have to pay full price on those and don't get the subsidy because your child wasn't there for the very last day. So there are all these intricate rules that as a parent, you have to learn how to navigate and it's confusing. It's super hard. And if you've just had a baby and you're trying to navigate everything else that comes with that, the last thing you want to be doing is reading the terms and conditions on the childcare subsidy and seeing if you're actually eligible for everything that you think you are. Like that's a lot of work. It is. It is. So I've tried to add that all in the book. So to make it as easy as possible, all of the things I learned along the way. And to be honest, I thought I was well-versed in this space and I learned a lot as I was writing this book. And last minute was like, oh my gosh, I have to add this in because I didn't realize that this can impact you in this way, right? So many things. So who should read the book? Well, if you are thinking about having a family in the future, I would definitely say read it. If you're expecting 100%, if even if you have small kids who are in early childhood education and care, definitely read it as well, because there's some really important things to think about as your family grows. And how do you want to actually set your child up for success in the future as well? There's a whole chapter on how to invest for your kids and how to talk about money with your kids as well. So it is super valuable, regardless of where you are in those early years. I found it really interesting to read as someone who isn't planning on having kids for at least another four or five years, 
just to understand where other new parents are coming from and some of the struggles that they might be going through and be able to feel a little bit more empathy for that situation. Because from the outside, you don't see all the extra things that go into having kids. Yeah, exactly. Which is why I wanted to feature a couple different parents in the book. So we have around 14 different parents that are featured in the book talking from their own experience because everyone really does have a different experience when it comes to raising kids and the costs involved in that. And I didn't want to just speak from my own space because I recognize in some cases it can be privileged. I work in the financial sector. There's information that I may know that other people may not, but there are other parents who get to tell their story as well, who have a very eclectic kind of different view on raising kids. (laughs) Yeah. The case studies are some of my favorite things from the book. And one of my favorite stories was a couple selling cows to help pay for their IVF treatment. Yeah. Yes. I mean, these are all of these costs that you might not know about or think about, right? In a lot of cases, having kids just sounds like the natural progression of someone's life. And it's really up to the individual. And in fact, in a lot of cases, your life will most likely be happier and better off if you don't have kids. I'm going to be honest, you know, the stats are not in your favor when it comes to happiness and having kids. It can be very stressful, very difficult for relationships, especially those people who are in a relationship having a kid. But um, hearing these stories are so unique. And when it comes to IVF or even just preparing for fertility, there's a lot of people that need to consider the finances involved in that. And, and like you stated, someone had to sell some cows. They work on a dairy farm. And I love that story as well because. Hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, They always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. You know, um, when do you get to hear that story? I don't have cows. I I love that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I I don't know how much cows are worth. It's great. (laughs) I also loved how you touched on um, some families who are going through the NDIS system and having to pay for their kids' disabilities or diagnoses or stuff like that as well. So it's interesting to read those case studies too. Yeah, because you, you really don't know. You don't know what the situation is for your kid as well. There's only so much you can plan, especially if you're expecting whether you're going through adoption or through IVF. There may be those finances that you can plan for ahead of time. But when your kid comes here, you really don't know what the expectation is. And similarly, there's um, a story of actually I have two parents who have twins in the, in the book. So two separate. Oh twins. my gosh. The twins thing was another thing that got to me not yeah. being able to get the extra, was it the baby bonus? I don't know what we call it now, but not getting double subsidies. Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's a multiple subsidy. So the government doesn't recognize twins as multiples. So if you have triplets or more, then you get an additional money 
supplemented by the government. But it's another thing, right? Like you might have twins. And if that's the case, that is going to be a huge financial stress on you as well, because twins can be really expensive. In fact, it can cost about $13,000 more per for the first year in having twins than if you had a single child. So it's a huge cost. So it's wild that they're still not considered a multiple birth by the government. Well, just think of everything that you need. In, in many cases, if you're if you're nursing, your milk can't keep up, keep up. So you need you need to get formula. You're going to need double pram. You're going to need additional car seat. You're going to need double the clothes because it's not like having a second child after the fact. You're going to need all of that up front. And you'll need that for the rest of their lives. It's a huge cost at the same time. It's massive. What were some of the best and worst parts of writing the book? Oh, wow. Writing a book is such a <laughs> such a trip in so many different ways. There was a lot that I knew what I wanted to cover, so that made it really easy. But um, you go through ebbs and flows. There's things that you really love writing about and love researching. So the parts that I really loved researching was stats around taking parental leave, how that impacts uh, mothers and fathers differently if you're in a heterosexual relationship, how that impacts people's earning capacity, because that does as well. For example, there's this thing called a motherhood penalty. And for every child a woman has, her income decreases by 5 to 20%, whereas men's income increase by about 6% when they become fathers. And that's because in the workplace and in society, unfortunately, we value fathers as breadwinners and therefore reward them as such. Whereas in a lot of cases, women are seen as, you know, compromising their life and their motherly duties. And therefore there's a decrease in income. And it's interesting when you dive into those stats because you hear them all the time, but research shows this again and again, that there is a disparity between those two. And they play out even when you're retiring, right? Because all of a sudden women have less super, they have less to retire on. Women are more likely to be homeless and in poverty at a later age. And that's because they have compromised their career at the same time. So that's the part of the book that I was really interested in is diving into some of these stats and this information that I always knew existed, but I didn't get to really read the research and look at it. Those were the parts I really loved. The parts that were really hard was sometimes looking at the data of, for example, the cost of having kids, you know, because there's less data on that or either either the research has a small percentage of people that they're doing that research on. So a thousand people, that's not really all of Australia or all of the families or it's pre-COVID. So it was really hard sometimes finding the numbers around the cost of actually having kids. So for example, the average cost of a two-child family in 2021 was around $893,000. But, wow. you know, what has happened since 2021? And, you know, inflation and so forth. So it'd be closer to a million dollars of raising two kids till 18 years. And a million dollars is a lot. <laughs> so it's just something to think about. Yeah. Because yeah, you think kids are expensive, obviously, but you don't really sit down and think that it's going to cost you a million dollars. That's huge. And the biggest blow is in those first years until you realize that kids get more expensive as they get older. So does that number <laughs> account for the loss of income or the motherhood penalty or any of those other things as well? Or is that literally just the actual cost of paying for the child? From the research I've done is the actual cost of, of okay. the child. So there's all the other things as well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So as they get older, a big one is activities, education, food, kids eat a lot, and those go up. But like you said, you don't account for those lost years that you're not working or you haven't increased your income. So yeah, 
not to be depressing here because it's not, <laughs> this book isn't depressing. It's just the reality of how to plan for those things because there's just a lot to consider. And that's why I've tried to break it down in a way where you have the resources to know, you can plan ahead, you can budget. And a whole chapter is literally on getting your finances in order so that you can spend more time focusing on your family and on your kids and less time stressing about money. And that's really what this whole book is about. And I am so impressed that you wrote the book in four months while looking after two of your children as well. It's a very impressive feat. <laughs> I think I mainly did it to uh, just have have something of control in my in my life, <laughs> focusing on something outside of that. But um, yeah, it was it was definitely a passion project of mine and something I really loved. So your book covers how to budget, how to figure out everything from early childhood education to the super pay gap. What else do you cover? Well, if you don't know how to invest or if you're not well-versed in the stock market and how that works, there's a whole chapter for parents to get confident around investing. And then there's a whole other chapter of how to invest for a kid. This was something that I was really interested in when I had my first child. I knew that there were different ways, but I didn't know what was best suited for me. And therefore, I wanted to lay it out all in a chapter so that you have all of the options there and can figure out the best way to build wealth and take advantage of compound interest when you've got youngins. So that's definitely something worth checking out. So what date does your book actually come out and where can people go to buy it? Kids Ain't Cheap will be out October 31st, but you can pre-order it right now on Amazon, Booktopia, or Major Street Publishing, which is um, the name of my publisher, and they have been amazing, by the way. Or you can also get it on my website, which is anachristina.com. Awesome. Um, it's a very good read, very easy to understand, and I'm sure lots of people will benefit from it. Oh, thanks. I hope so as well, which is the whole point of, <laughs> of the book. <laughs> of writing a book. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Thanks so much for joining us. If you found this episode helpful, please rate us five stars, write a review, or share with a friend. If you're new to investing, make sure to listen to our first 10 episodes. Follow us at Get Rich Slow Club or Tash at Tash Invest or me at Anna Christina. This show was brought to you by Natasha Edgman, who is an authorized representative, 12-99881 of Guideway Financial Services, AFSL 420367 and Perla, who is an authorized representative, 1281540 of Sanlam Private Wealth, AFSL 337927. Knowledge is power, especially when it comes to investing. So make sure you check out our financial services guides and read the product disclosure statement and target market determination for any investments you're considering. See our show notes for more info. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.